Welcome back to the Men You Were Not Alone podcast. This will likely be either episode 101 or 104. I'm not sure. I wasn't going to make it an episode. I was just going to insert a little short tidbit real quick between a couple of them. But I wanted to touch on two things that I often forget to restate on this. And as the, the geographical reach of this podcast continues to fan out around the world, I, I wanted to restate some stuff because not everybody's going to go back and listen from the beginning. In fact, I would guess most people won't go back and listen from the beginning at things I say or words of encouragement, and they're going to probably look at the most recent one or two and then move on. So two things that I do want to restate to you, if you're a man going through a storm right now, is uh, first and foremost to remind you that storms do pass. Um, and then also the second thing would be to take care of yourself in the midst of it. Let's hit the first one first. Storms, they come and go. That's the great thing about a storm. They come on with a fury a lot of times, but they can't sustain that. It doesn't stay that way. Storms do keep moving, not only in the natural world, but also in life. And if your expectation is that there will be no storms in life, reset your expectation because there are storms in life. And when your expectation matches reality that, hey, storms are going to come and things are snapshots in time. So You're going to have really good moments in life, and you're going to have trying moments in life. And those are not going to remain that way in either either side of of the coin. It's not going to always be favorable to you. It's not always going to be unfavorable to you or pleasant and unpleasant. Uh, But reset your expectation to that. If it's as somehow maybe you're coming off of a high time in your life, just be aware that that's a season. And that, that high time, that season, it will in fact pass. And there will be a trial that comes up and kind of unseats that. And even if the good stuff is still happening, the storm is still going to show up. And you can bank on that. But if your expectation is that I get to I get to enjoy or learn from something for a season, personally, I like variety. And I don't like to just be, I don't want my life going 100% my way all the time. Because that's an easy way to get stagnant. It's an easy way for your world to get small. And it's also an easy way to get arrogant. And it doesn't hurt sometimes to be knocked back down and realize that you don't have all the answers in life and you're not going to have all the answers in life. And for me personally, I think it's beneficial to people because at some point, as people sort of come to the end of themselves, they do start asking questions, even stubborn people, of where did this come from? Who created me? Why am I here? Do I have a purpose? Is there a creator? Does God exist? And those are questions that you would have to answer on your own if you find yourself in that camp. You're the one that is the gatekeeper to traveling down that road. And some people are very stubborn, like it's some kind of a cancer to go ask those kind of questions or pursue it. And that's fine. You guys, I always tell guys, you are welcome to keep doing what you're doing. I'm not going to I'm not going to get in there and knock roadblocks out from in between you. You know, if you've decided to run into the runaway truck ramp, guess what? There's a lot of deep sand. You're going to hit some barricades. They're there for a reason. And I would argue that in life, storms a lot of times are for a reason and they are things that slow us down. They're things that make us remember that life does change. And so if you're a man going through a storm and you're listening to this, just Be encouraged that the storm, even if it looks like it's just run over you like a tank, that storm will pass. 
It is passing. It is continuing to pass. It doesn't stop moving. And even if it lasts for a while, it may last for several years. I don't know. Depends on what it is. It may blow through just like a little squall line that comes through and rocks your world for a few minutes and then moves on. But brace yourself in the midst of the storm. And I wouldn't run away from it. I would I would face the storm, just like the old phrase that I think it's from Homer's Odyssey, that, that fate whispered to the warrior, there's a storm approaching. And the, and the warrior whispered back, I am the storm. And that's a... That is kind of a mindset. Like it's fine. You you can choose to face the storm. It, it it's not going to hurt you. In fact, I would argue that a hundred percent of the time, I do see storms in life that make they build better men. But with one caveat, it's for men who travel wisely through that storm. If you let the storm derail you from making wise choices with your life, and you use that as a means to make bad choices or bad decisions about how you're going to react to it, the things you're going to allow your mind to get involved with or even your behavior in the midst of that storm, that you are determining in the midst of that storm whether that storm makes you better on the back end or it derails possibly many years in your life and possibly the rest of your life. I don't know. It depends on how far how far you try to run from the storm. And a lot of times, guys that that make bad choices and, and dive into things that, instead of dealing with the issues in the storm and facing them with courage and resolute tenacity, not that you have to be tougher than the storm, but you need to be willing to face it and don't try to run away, with, right, well, away from it with bad decisions about what to do with your time, things to, to destroy your body, your mind. Because a lot of times doing those things, it puts you running in the direction the storm is heading. And if, if you're going to run with the storm, you're only making the storm last longer. When you turn and you face the storm and you walk into it, you're walking in the direction, in the opposite direction of where it's traveling. So your time is going to shorten through that. And when you get to the other side of that storm, you have learned a whole lot of lessons. You've learned a lot about yourself. Me personally, and a lot of the guys I, I work with, they've learned a lot about God. Questions that maybe they didn't even know they had those questions, they've got answers to now. They have a sense of perspective that is healthy. They understand that they don't run the cosmos. They do not run the world. And either does anybody else except God. And so all that weight is not on their shoulders. They don't have to solve the world's problems. There's a, there's a myriad things that come out of storms when men choose to face them make good and wise decisions on how or how far they will let that storm impact them. And I know it's painful. I've been through a lot of storms in my own life. And some of them made me feel like I was just going to just suddenly disappear. Like I was just going to end. My body was going to exhaust and I was just going to cease to exist. Not because I would have done something. It's just the pain or the the anxiety or the it felt like my like my body was going to run out of energy and be so depleted that it would just disappear. Like I don't even know. There's no comparison I can think of. So that is that is one thing. Make sure and, and look for the right path through your storm. If you don't know that, surround yourself with good and wise men who bring a positive influence into your life with meaningful relationships 
If you don't have them, go find them. Other men are more than willing to help men who walk through storms. A lot of times we just have to ask. And that is a liberating moment when you realize you need to ask other men for help. Uh, Because most of them have probably faced something very similar. And they've had to get to the point where they were humbled enough to say, I need your help. Or can you help me? I, I don't. I don't need you to I don't need you to get me through this. I just need to go. I need to know I'm not alone going through this. And I I need somebody to kind of walk alongside me, preferably more than one. I have found that most men are more than willing to step alongside and help with that. The second thing I want to remind you listening, if you're listening and you're going through a storm and you haven't been listening to this podcast very long and you haven't gone back and listened to older episodes, is also to remind you to take care of yourself in the in the midst while you're traveling, you know, in the it, while you're in that storm, because if you're waiting for something around you, like you know billboards or a voice from the sky or people to just randomly walk up to you and say, "Hey, remember to take care of yourself," the odds of that happening are are pretty insanely slim. There isn't much in our world. Our world is when it comes down to it, a lot of our world is driven by greed and selfish pursuits. And that is, that's not something different than the nature of probably the way the world has been for a very, very long time. And I would say that's probably a lot of human nature. Uh, left unchecked, left without storms. Because a lot of us, we get through storms and we immediately move right into back into our selfish interests. We pursue greed or something it doesn't have to be greed, but we do tend to come out of those storms and quickly forget and, and return kind of to the same vomit. But if you are in the middle of a storm, one of the worst things you can do is well, obviously, I mean, taking care of yourself, you know, drinking, drinking or some other in, introducing poisons into your body repeatedly is not going it's not going to help you weather the storm. In fact, it's really going to hinder your ability to do it. It's going to it's going to skew your judgment. It's going to make your physical body start to erode, which if you're in a very stressful situation, stress in and of itself to me is one of the greatest toxins. Like that's when I get sick. If I am insanely stressed, if it gets to the point where I'm stressed and and having like right at the edge of anxiety, I can bank on the fact that I'm going to get sick. And I think it really is just pouring so many, I think your body is producing so many toxic substances, trying like in a survival mode. I think stress is really one of the most toxic things that we face when it is sustained. When it's momentary or brief, I think it's fine. I think it helps us to toughen up. It helps us to uh, make better decisions, command decisions on the fly. In moments, we learn a lot about how to make wise choices in life from stressful points in life. That is not in itself a negative. But storms around men, especially in the last, I would say, 15 years that I've seen, they tend to have some sustained duration for them. And a lot of that would center around divorces, custody, things like that. That is a sustained walk. You have to have a pace that you can sustain. And that means taking care of your body. It's no different then when you go backpacking, if you want to go backpacking for a long time, or if you're a firefighter or a cop, or you're a roofer or a plumber, or you lay carpet for a living, or you are 
a, a banker. It doesn't really matter. If you live at a pace you can't sustain, that your body cannot physically sustain, that your emotions cannot physically or emotionally sustain, you are setting yourself up to run into a wall. That running into a wall is not going to do you a service. So when I was in Wildland Fire, I always stressed to young guys that came in, this is not a land speed record. Yes, we could build three times the fire line. We could lay down five times the number of trees that we are. Yes, we could do everything in a more extreme. Bigger is better. Faster is better. But the problem is it starts, it's not a sustainable pace for the human body. In the long game, in a pinch, you need everybody running at a sustainable pace because you never know when circumstances change and you need to rely on that body to get you out of a hazardous situation or something that could potentially wipe you out. Life is no different than that. You cannot do something at an unsustainable pace for an extended period of time without paying the consequences. The same thing is true of traveling through a storm. You have to find a sustainable pace. It means that it may involve you ignoring your phone, putting your phone away for extended periods of time so that your mind has a chance for creative and critical thought. Or maybe just to veg out, just to sit in a chair, or maybe take a nap. Maybe to go for a walk, to go sit next to a stream or look at a lake. Maybe to spend time with your children. Maybe to do something that is has nothing to do with the storm around you. That is just one example. Any type of electronic device, those can become just as toxic as diving into something that will pollute your body or your mind. And well, I guess probably because they do pollute your mind, it seems like. Sometimes the best way to face a storm is simply with the company of other men. And that is to what I've seen, that seems to be the healthiest. And it's not with a device. It's not distracting yourself with some watching crap on your phone or an, another device or a TV. It is the companionship of knowing that you're not alone and being reminded of that regularly. It seems to have a dramatic impact on a man's health, especially when he's going through a storm. And it helps you. Other men around you will help. They will bump you and remind you like, hey, dude, this isn't sustainable. Like or they may have another way of saying it, but you've, you're taking this too far. You need a break. You need to go do something else. Hey, let's go hit some golf balls. Let's go take a hike. Let's, I don't know, let's paint a mural on the side of your house. Whatever it might be, let's do some body work on your car. Let's do something that is kind of mindless, something with our hands. It doesn't matter what it is, but having other guys around you, other guys will spot when you're getting to that red line point. And guys who care about you will say something and bump, try to bump you back into the realistic realm of your energy level. They're going to be watching your body, your facial expressions, sort of an overall picture of what you look like. And they'll see you day to day and they know if you're going downhill. Make sure and take care of yourself. Okay. And, and do what that takes. And that involves making good choices, eating good food, not eating garbage. Eat less, but eat better if that's what you have to do. And then also make sure and eat. If you're, if you're a person who, when you get stressed, you don't eat or you forget to eat, starving yourself is not going to be good. And your brain needs fuel. Your body needs fuel. Make yourself eat healthy things. It will, in fact, keep your metabolism going. It will, in fact, make you hungry again. 
but you want to keep that metabolism system in your body going because that's it's firing your whole body and your mind. If you tend to be one of those people who snacks and binge eats when you get stressed, be careful with that because your tendency may be it's probably not pouring vegetables into your body as a binge snacker when you're stressed. It's probably garbage. And if it is, again, here you go. You're pouring toxins into your body and expecting it to run like a well-oiled machine in a very stressful moment. A worn-out engine cannot hit redline and still be okay. A race engine that is designed and well-maintained and it has the right fuel in it, it's been looked over and the thing is running in top condition, can take sustained hits at redline. And your body's the same way. So as you travel through your storms, remember that they will pass. They don't last forever. Don't run with the storm by making terrible choices of, of how you're going to spend your time and what you're going to do with your mind. And then it also, take care of yourself, okay? Take care of yourself in it, and you're going to have to force that issue. The world around you is not going to put up signs and send a flood of people into your world to say, hey, person, man, dude, take care of yourself. There's not going to be a, a bunch of those uh, markers or signs in life that are going to fall out of the sky for you. You have to take control of that and force the issue. If you notice yourself declining emotionally, mentally, physically, stop and address those issues. Delaying them and sustaining them ultimately leads to a, a long, slow drain where you become a very weakened man in the storm. And you don't need to be that. You don't have to be that. The storm is, the stress is already enough. Don't exacerbate it by making your body weak, making your mind too preoccupied with things that are stressing you. Don't live in a, in a perpetually taxed emotional state. All of that, it all runs in a circle and it feeds back into your ability to weather the storm. Those are two things that I wanted to just put back out there again for you to remind you for those of you who have been joining recently, because there are still a gob of men going through storms. It's still the normal pattern in life throughout most of the, uh, not most, a bunch of the world. A lot of countries, men are still hunted and culturally they are people marginalized in the shadows as a disposable resource. So I'll leave this one at that. I will catch you on the next one.